Kid News fans, are you looking for your next new adventure? There's a brand new podcast out now we think you and your family are going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. Here's a preview. From the creators of Who Smarted Starglow Media comes a podcast full of mystery, adventure, time travel and riddles, and secret math. Get ready to listen, laugh, and learn with Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Tori. Today is Monday, November 9th, 2020. And we begin with the nation's president-elect wasting no time getting down to business. Today, just two days after topping the 270 electoral college votes needed to win the White House, Joe Biden will announce a 12-member coronavirus task force to emphasize the priority he's placing on the pandemic. After that, he'll start announcing his cabinet. Over the weekend, though, it was time to celebrate and to unify a deeply divided country. In his victory speech, Mr. Biden made a point of reaching out to the 70 million Americans who did not vote for him, said he understood their disappointment, and asked them to give him a chance. Mr. Trump isn't ready to be one of them, at least not yet. Today, his team is expected to file another round of lawsuits challenging the results, even though no credible evidence of election fraud has been found, and even though many in his party believe it's time for him to accept defeat and concede. Highest ranking among them, George W. Bush, the only living Republican former president, who yesterday called the 2020 race fundamentally fair and its outcome clear. No matter who you might have been rooting for, there is no denying the history made. At least 145 million Americans cast ballots, the most ever. Never before had a candidate topped 70 million votes, and in this case, the winner and the loser both did. President-elect Biden is 77 now. He'll be 78 when he takes office, making him the oldest ever commander-in-chief. His wife, Jill Biden, is an English professor who intends to keep her day job, making her the first first lady to hold a paid position outside the White House and the first to hold a doctorate degree. Vice President-elect Kamala Harris is the first female, first black, and first person of South Asian descent to assume that office. And since the nation has never had a woman in that role, it's also never had a second gentleman until now. Harris's husband, Douglas Emhoff, will be the first Jewish person married to a president or vice president, a fact that led one Jewish publication forward to dub him second mensch. Before Mr. Biden won the race, a Pennsylvania teenager won the Internet. 14-year-old Jonah Shapiro was texting, head down of course, when he meandered into the background of his dad, who just so happens to be the Attorney General of Pennsylvania and who was in the middle of a live remote election interview with MSNBC. The video from the network shows Jonah walking in, realization setting in, and then him ever so slowly backing out. And while his dad didn't notice the drop-in, Twitter sure did. Kathy Griffin dubbed the boy a national treasure. CNN's Jake Tapper tweeted, hashtag dad life, and Saturday Night Live's Leslie Jones posted, yo, that is funny. He didn't even flinch. But Jonah's sibling, Sophia, seems to be enjoying it the most. She calls herself a proud sister and posted, my brother is now a meme, and I am here for that. 
The ability to do just about everything remote, including crashing live interviews, has changed life as we know it. But one Zoom-threatened winter tradition is being pulled back from the brink, at least in Mawa Township, New Jersey. School officials there say they will continue to call snow days for both in-person and remote learners so that at least a few times this winter, kids can still be kids, doing nothing more than playing in the snow, baking, reading books, and watching movies. Mawa appears to be the exception. As we've reported here on Kid News, many school districts across the country have already canceled foul weather days, saying the use of Zoom means Mother Nature gets less of a say in whether the school bell rings or not, especially with so much COVID time to make up. No snow, but a bit of a shaker for New England. Early yesterday morning, an earthquake measuring 3.6 on the Richter scale jolted Buzzards Bay off the coast of Massachusetts and rattled homes as far away as Rhode Island, Connecticut, and on the northern shore of Long Island. There wasn't much damage, but seismologists say it's the strongest to hit the area since 1976. Before we get to our quiz, a quick heads up for our teachers. We've carved out a space on our website just for you called The Teacher's Lounge. In it, you'll find a new streamlined way to sign up for classroom shoutouts, our daily quizzes, a resource page with great links, and a new way to share Kid News and earn Kid News swag. Now, today's Kid News Quiz. What is President-elect Biden's first order of business? To name a 12-person coronavirus task force. What top Republican believes the race was fundamentally fair? Former President George W. Bush. The incoming First Lady intends to do what? Dr. Jill Biden says she will continue to teach English. A school district in New Jersey is determined to hold on to what winter tradition? The snow day. And one for the road. It's business in the front, party in the back. We're talking mullets, of course. An eight-year-old Jackson Crossland and his rockin' locks just took top prize in the 2020 Kids Mullet Championships. There are many variations of the Camaro crash helmet, Jackson happens to sport a curly one, but some of the other finalists opted for the Texas tailgate, freedom flapper, or the waterfall. Kids all over the country submitted photos, but when the 20,000 votes were counted, it was the third grader from Celeste, Texas, whose top hat took the top spot. Jackson spent his $500 winnings on boxing gear and boxing classes. When asked for his reaction to the top prize, the local CBS station in Dallas-Fort Worth said he had just one response. I can't give autographs right now because I don't know cursive. Before we go, it's time to turn it over to Kim for today's Kid News Shoutouts. Thanks, Tori. First, we salute our fabulous teachers, Mrs. Correa and her students at Parkview in El Monte, California, and Ms. Magnal at the Opportunity Academy in Newton, Kansas. And we send birthday wishes to Harvey in Brooklyn, New York, Carwin in Brandon, Manitoba, Canada, Hala in Mount Prospect, Illinois, Wyatt in New London, Wisconsin, Samuel in Opelika, Alabama, Molly in Wilmington, Delaware, Mikhail in Tampa, Florida, 
Louisa in St. Paul, Minnesota, Charlie in North Wales, Pennsylvania, Will in Sovereign Harbor, Eastbourne in the United Kingdom, and to California for Bryce and Julian in Menlo Park, Cole in San Jose, Milo in San Diego, Gnome in Palo Alto, and our Uber fan Lainey in Oakland. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you back here for more Kid News tomorrow morning.